for SEN America. This is the SEN NFL Podcast. Hello and welcome to the SEN NFL Podcast. I'm your host, James Arthur, and across the desk from me is my co-host, Chris Bryan, former NFL superstar. How are you, mate? G'day, buddy. Good to uh, be with you again. And actually not across. No, you're next to me. We're next to now. We've got... um Christos. Well, we have a buttons. very special guest. Wow. With the absence of the great Coach Richard, Christos Tyler, the head of SEN America, the man himself, has graced us with his presence. Just ask him. If I know that you're going to introduce me like this every week, I would come in for every show. I, I feel so nice much better already. Whether it's live or on the podcast, I'm always nice. It's Richard. I'm up in a bet right now. Rashad, Rashad is, doesn't like me. He's really anti Christos. It's it's quite bizarre. I well, don't why do you get think it. I bought Chris in? Yeah, that's well. Rich, so we can hear less coach, of Richie. Coach doesn't realize that we're slowly pushing him out of this. Yeah, he's exactly. Stringer now. He's tri- I paid for that trip for him to go overseas yeah. because I wanted to see how this duo worked. And it's been it's gone pretty well. I would say it's about as dynamic as Dak and Zeke. Maybe more dynamic. Really? Mm. Upstairs has been listening as well. Prefers this. Yeah, I can tell you right now. Big things are on the horizon for okay. this duo. Well, if management, if you are listening, <laughs> right, we need an hour. An hour live. Live. On the weekends, whenever you like. Make sure, if, if you agree, make sure you tweet, including us and including at SEN's main, I don't even know what their main, is it at SEN News is their main Twitter handle. Include James, include Chris, include me, include SEN America, at SEN America, and just fly the flag for us. Fly us the flag up. for us and tell management that you want us to have an hour on air. We'll be good. We promise. We've got half an hour. You've got, you got half an hour on a Sunday with uh, Brett Phillips, 5.30 till 6 p.m. Hopefully, we're, we're trying to get it to the hour. We're trying to convince BP he's, to give he's us that board. first half hour. He's slowly... Well, he's on board when you out. talk to him because he doesn't want confrontation because you're a big boy, and then you leave, <laughs> and then he goes back to half an hour. Go, nah, 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 nah. Smokey Dawson gets the cricket there. we we got to get rid of this cricket. And uh, more American footy. Well, I guess if they wait a couple more years, Smokey might die. <laughs> not, not, not of old age, of boredom. Surely he can't be enjoying it. <laughs> well, so he doesn't get bored himself. Everyone else gets bored. No, I love Smokey. I'm not going to say anything bad about it's, him. Don't no, you dare make me say anything bad about him. The cricket's terrible. Who wants to listen to updates on terrible cricket anyway? Like, <laughs> seriously. Let's just get Mate, more If you NFL want to get an hour on, you probably shouldn't be dissing what they're currently doing. You should be uh, encouraging them and being, That's being putting the good you, side. We got you back here so you can edit all that out, mate, and make <laughs> it sound really good. But what you forgot is I'm lazy and I don't like editing things. You, trust me, you know, I was like, all this is, is going in. The more of me we have on this podcast, the better. I'm not well, cutting anything else you out. You are here for a me. reason. And let's discuss a bit of cross promotion. You've started your NBA podcast. Finally. I've had some it's listeners It's been a long it. time in the works, but we finally got there. It's very good. Thank you. I appreciate very good. that. It's the two, Luke, Chris. Luke, Chris, and Chris. The yes. second Chris being me. Luke Sakari, who writes a butt ton of articles for the SDN America website. Just about one every day. Yep. So if you are an NBA fan, make sure you follow him at Luke Sakari. Make sure you follow at SDN America if you haven't been so doing so already. But yeah, each each Wednesday evening, it goes up at about 6 o'clock. We just talk uh, the, the biggest issues from the week, pretty much what you guys just do here. We don't do a lot of game recaps because there's games going on every day. It's too many. You yeah. can't really do that. So we just touch on the biggest issues. We have a bit of fun. Got a whole bunch of segments that we're starting up uh, tomorrow. It's Tuesday today, Wednesday tomorrow. Yep, that's right, Chris. Um, yep. We're starting up a whole bunch of article, uh, a whole bunch of segments tomorrow. So make sure you download it. Uh, the MLB podcast is over now with the season being over. So it is just you guys and us at the moment. We're trying to bring the flag flyers back as well. If everyone has been on board SCN America for a while, myself and Lockie Miller had the flag flyers podcast where we chatted to uh, all the uh, Aussies flying the flag for us in the USA. Uh, the boy to my left right now was going to be the first guest, but then he decided to leave uh, early on Sunday. He forgot about it, which is fine because it clearly um, we're not important right. enough for him. So well, Didn't we didn't you care about to you. Me about my, no, I wouldn't, wouldn't have thought my so. Experiences as no, mate, you bought that cowboy shirt. Yeah, no, <laughs> you're, just, you're not, quite, not quite there yet. No, no sorry, mate. I, I am. I, it was a bit disappointing. Locked um, me in, but I did have a, a, a hot date um, <laughs> just up the road at the wine bar. So I had a nice cab sav and a nice a nice feed. So I do apologize. No, I don't, I don't blame you. you. But, I don't blame uh, you. But as soon as, as, soon as Chris agrees I've to come on. I've seen his wife. I'd pick her over you. As, thank you. As soon as he agrees to come on the flag flies, will be back. It's it's all it's all in Chris's hands. I'll be there. So not nemesis, for all you fans of the flag flies, make the sure you let Chris know that uh, that you wanted to start back up and uh, and make sure he, he comes on. I'll be there, mate. 
Just more opportunities to cross-promote, pretty much. <laughs> well, that's what we're all about at SEN America. We're a family. We're, we're a community. Together. And now, if you don't want to join us, get out. If SEN don't like us. No. But we're, they're coming we're, around. We're like we're like the, the adopted little brother. Now that their precious AFL's ended, it's amazing how they come crawling back for all of us. Uh, have it? they? No, not really. <laughs> Half an hour on a Sunday, is that considered crawling back? Yes. Yep. Crawling. Because <laughs> when we get an hour, then we're up and running. Yep. You know I mean? And they'll never hours. take it off us. Really, they should be thankful because I think we could take it by force. If yeah. we wanted to take the studio, we could take it by force. Because well, you're big enough to. Any Me and other, Chris, we'd be fine. Yeah, any, I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll be watching, I'll be cheering on. Yeah, yeah I'll be the be, flag waver. I'll be, be, I'll be, the, I'll be, I'll be twirling be in the, the towel. Fetal position in the corner, Christos. <laughs> but as we take over, compared to any other NFL talk on SEN, we by far are better. We know what we're talking about. The others stuff. I've experienced rubbish. playing in the league. I Thank you very much. There, yes, and yeah, they're rubbish. So if we get on there, you'll enjoy us and uh, get those tweets in and hook us up. Well, we are officially off the rails. It feels like the good old days, but as Coach Rashad would used to say, get us to the newsroom. <laughs> it's time to go into the newsroom on the Sen NFL podcast. We will get straight into it. We have the Steelers 14 getting taken down by the Baltimore Ravens 21. All started with really the game opened up with a 95-yard touchdown pass to Mike Wallace, which set Baltimore up. The Steelers never looked like it. Apparently, Mike Tomlin gave them the week off practice. They didn't practice all week and then wondered why they came out flat. Is that... Are you sure? Because they were coming off a bye as well. Week off. They had a week off practice. And then the bye and then practice game? I'm not sure. They had a week off practice in, in between that week. If it was before the bye, then that's okay. You, and then you'd come back after the bye, get the pads on again, and start hitting bodies. But I don't know if in the NFL that's how it works. I think you've got to keep these guys tuned. They're going to be ready to go. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. But if, it was, if they had the week off after the bye, before the game, then it, that's... Yeah, that's bad news. But they they looked flat. They had no run Roethlisberger game. Roethlisberger struggled. He he probably should have had another week off. Yeah, he got going late in the second half. He did get going, and they were <laughs> an onside kick away from it, from possibly getting wow. the ball back. Did you see the onside kick? I thought it was Jordan Berry for a second, and I was feeling terrible. Then I realised it was Bidwell and didn't care. It was he tried to do the old kick with the right, but then the left around the back or something. Well, he did it in college. This is where it all comes from. Boswell did it in college, the kicker, and successfully. So he goes and pretends he's kicking it to one side and then, like, back heels it like a soccer player would the other way, and he he just didn't connect properly. It rolled an inch. Kicked it into his own leg, didn't he? And it looked terrible. And obviously the rule has to go 10 yards. It went maybe 10 inches. Yeah, Um, if you're lucky. But, I don't think the ball went. Uh, it didn't go a full length of the ball. That's no, how bad it was. It was bad. But anyway, it was. But they uh, had the blocked punt on our man Jordan Berry. Yeah. Which, I, I don't. Have you seen that play? I haven't seen that play. I no. I feel like he took a long time to kick the ball. He can. He yeah. Can. I feel like he lingered a lot. Now the blocking was terrible, so yep. it's not all his fault. But I feel like he could have. He's had nine punts for the day. Yeah. So you know, I don't know where the block one was. Whether it was late, but. The more punted pretty well. He did. I mean, he still had a he had a forty seven point nine average with a sixty one long. So yeah. he's had a good day out. But as you get more fatigued, your steps become longer. Without you know, without it being intentional, they just become longer. So you become slower, and um, those guys get up on you. So it was uh, a pretty bad game all around, in my opinion. I thought Flacco struggled. Other than that. 95-yard touchdown catch. I thought he was... I would hate to be playing with Flacco. He just so... He's so inconsistent. Emotionless. Like, he doesn't look excited. He comes off the field and he's thrown a touchdown. He just sits there by himself looking at the... Yeah, he he seems very businesslike, which, you know, you see a guy like Derek Carr at Oakland is so emotional and that team plays a lot of hype and excitement. It's, yeah, he's not great. Can we just, before we move on from this game, discuss yeah. Tomlin? Yeah. This is a really inconsistent football team, and they have been for a long time now. When they're at their best, they look unbelievable. But when they're not, they look awful. I feel like coaching is a bit of an issue. I feel like they're 
not well coached. I think they get by on talent. So when they have these really good games, it's because all their talented players have played well. But good teams, Patriots, for example, you know what you're going to get every week from them. They rarely have a bad game. Mm. That's good coaching. I don't think Tomlin's doing a good job there. Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? He obviously, I mean, he, he seen him at a halftime interview and they talked about giving him a spray in the locker room and then they come out and they just gave up a long play, first one after the, the halftime break. So yep. obviously what he's saying, his message isn't quite getting through. Um, That's what happens a lot of the time. When the, when the coach's message isn't being received well, you, you just have to start again. Yep. So, look, maybe his time might be up there and a fresh change with that talent to spark them up a little bit because, you know, we still think that they're a good side. And if Big Ben's up and about, they're arguably with AFC, one of their top teams. Like yeah. They've been, like we said before, them and the Patriots and the Broncos, they've been in the, what have they missed, one of the last 15 Super Bowls or something. Yeah. So they're going to be thereabouts. They dropped the top spot in the AFC North to, uh, to the Ravens, but um, I think Big Ben, once he gets... I don't think the Ravens again. are that good. I think they played well at home in this game. Their defense is solid, but yep. I think Steelers are the better team. I, I think the Bengals are better than the Ravens also. Yep. Let's move on to the mighty Dallas Cowboys continued oh, their winning streak gosh. of seven games against the awful Cleveland Browns. They started Cody Kessler instead of McCown, which I thought was a mistake. The Cowboys' defense completely smothered their running game, shut them down in almost every avenue. They had one good drive just before the half to score a touchdown, but Prescott was outstanding, and Zeke Elliott, only the 18 carries this week, which we spoke about Sunday. You said there was good money on him getting 115 yards. Yeah. And what did I say? They'll, yeah. They'll be up by so much, he won't get enough carries. And, so, and you were right. I was right. And then Morris had the 17 to 50 yards, but they did whatever they wanted to this team. And the, the Browns aren't very good, but a lot of people were calling this a trap game, and I'm pretty pretty happy that the Cowboys went in there and just, just tore them apart, which is what they need to do. Yeah, they teams. did. You're, I mean, you're that happy you came in in your cheerleading outfit. So, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, that's a sight to see for you people out there. <laughs> Um, but that yeah, look, they were great. The the talk around what it as it was a trap game because they got a big game next week, haven't yep. they? So yep. they thought and they've come off a huge win in overtime last week. So, but look, they just come out and just pounded them from the start. They've you know put on twenty one points by half time, um, and then after that they shut them out after half time. So, look, they're they're definitely a a, a, a solid good team um very consistent which is something that i'm not used to seeing as a cowboys fan they're normally yeah, because very... romo's not there <laughs> romo he cannot come back into this side if he's he i just don't know i, I don't I, understand I, how you can personally i think i've, I've said many times I, i'd bring him back in um because and you've got to spit you've got the time you can wait i don't think he's going to play this he certainly won't be playing this week uh it, it's how a tough many choice weeks? how many more weeks is he at injured supposedly well they said that he he could potentially play this week, but they're going to wait another week. How can you take out Dak Prescott when he's seven and one? What's his? How many's? What's he thrown? Twelve touchdowns. He's only had two intercepts. He's rushed for four touchdowns. Hmm. He's at a rating over a hundred, and he's he's thrown at nearly sixty seventy percent. So um, I don't know. I don't know what they out. do. He's, well, even um, Mark Sanchez has come in behind that O line, and he's hundred percent for eight yards, one for one. <laughs> that O line must be great. They're incredible. And when we get to our, if anyone wants to read my midway all pro team, speaking of self promotion, yeah, there is. Uh, <laughs> there's three Cowboys on that offensive oh, line. Let's get to another game. Smith, Can read it. Make Frederick, sure you give it the right plug. At SCN America, at go SCN to SCN.com.au. Click can... on the SCN America tab, top right hand corner. You got to let everyone know where to go, James. Don't just say it exists. Oh, see, that's why you're here, Christos. Oh, you're welcome. Man, I'm glad you're here. Let's move on to the Jacksonville Jaguars, who went down to the Kansas City Chiefs. 19-14. to 14. Got pretty close in the end. The, the Chiefs actually had to hold them out uh, with almost no time left to win the game. Uh, they were missing Nick Foles, obviously. Jamal Charles hasn't been a factor, but they were also missing Spencer Ware, who's been their workhorse on offense this year. So a, a pretty good win, in my opinion, from the Chiefs, because we know the Jaguars are streaky, and when their offense gets going, it can be hard to stop. 
Yeah, you're right. Uh, did you say they were missing Nick Foles or they had Nick Foles? They in? had Nick Foles, yeah. so they were missing Alex Smith. Yeah, yeah. he concussion still, yeah? Yeah, I think he'll be back next week. Yeah, and look, Nick Foles, is, he's proved himself to be a, an NFL quarterback, so uh, he's known the Isn't system. it amazing, though, when... So he had that awesome year in in Philadelphia, in yep. Chip Kelly's system, which is known to be very quarterback-friendly and quarterback-driven, and then he went to St. Louis and was terrible. Awful, awful, awful. And then he comes back to, and gets behind a, a coach like Andy Reid, who builds great systems, and he looked like an NFL quarterback again. Yep. It, it's just... It, like, does it just show Jeff Fisher's the worst coach in NFL history? Seven and nine bullshit all the which, time. Which is his, his overall win-loss percentage is the worst in NFL history. Yep. Which is just... It's awful. Oh, other than Gus Bradley from Jacksonville, actually, which we will discuss now. He's got to go. They are... They're such a waste of talent, that Jaguars team. He's not getting anything done. Defensively, they they rarely get turnovers. They can't stop anyone when it matters. And the problem is now that they're two and six. Is that right? Two and six. And mm. they've given up now. There's, there's no hope. So they've well, just got to make the move. They were definitely a chance in that division, like as we spoke about at the start of the year. I like, had high hopes. You on. were massive on them. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, you read these names like Bortles. Something has to change. Bortles. They signed Ivory. They had TJ Yeldon, who was a star at college. Marquise Lee, Alan Robinson, Alan Hearns, who didn't get a catch in this game. I'm not sure if he played. Julius Thomas, who was a stud in Denver. Their offensive line has got two first round picks on it. I just don't understand how they can be so terrible defensively. They've got Telvin Smith. They picked up Prince of Mukamara in free agency. You know, <laughs> they got. Jalen Ramsey with the fifth pick in the draft, which no one thought they'd get. They fell to them. Uh, I just, Miles Jack in the second, everything fell their way, yet they've done nothing to, to hold it. I think he's he's gone. I think he, he's definitely gone end of the year. Whether he survives to then, I don't know. Well, I think if you know, the management will probably know that he's going to go, <clears throat> they'll get him out earlier on to see how the players react. If you know, oh, I wouldn't sort of be surprised if we heard in the next couple of days that he'd been fired. Certainly in the next couple of weeks. I, I just co- They like getting rid of coaches midway because it gives the team a chance to respond to someone yep. else yep. and they can see what kind of message they're getting. So look, we'll see what happens there. Either way, Chiefs get the win. They're right in that division race at 6-2 and two, and they're looking great. Uh, good the, division, isn't it? Good it it is a really good because even the Because even the Chargers are good, I reckon. Yep. So the next game we have the New York Jets – Getting beaten by the Miami Dolphins. We discussed this Sunday. We did. It's it for the Jets now. Well, yeah. Uh, yes, they are. They're three and six. Three and six. Um, you have to win every game to make playoffs. I heard... You've got to win ten. Fitzpatrick uh, has a knee. He's sprained his knee or something, so he's day-to-day, so potentially won't play next week. They have to make the move. They, they have to. Bryce Petty played in this game and looked okay. He didn't look... Exceptional, but he only had two passes. Yeah. But oh, I think they've got to make that move now and see what they've got in, in Petty or Hackenberg. They've got, they've got to find out now because Fitzpatrick's not the future. Their season's Well, he's over. not the future. He's it's time a, to move on. He, he came in and he looked rusty. He looked good, then rusty, and he's, now he's injured. He's, he's so just, inconsistent. Um, I've never seen someone that inconsistent gain, like put drive by drive, series by series. Most guys, you know, week to week, they can be a bit inconsistent. He'll come out, have an awesome drive, hit a touchdown, and then look terrible the next drive. I just I don't get it. Yep. Uh, and they've got too much talent to be that bad. They're not a bad football team. They're just they're struggling with one position. Maybe the talk is about a trade for Tony Romo next season. It would be interesting to see that happen and see How what would he you could feel do about that. Like, because you, I have would him find like it very a, hard to dislike Tony Romo. You have a poster of him on your wall. Yep. I love that guy. I think he's a terrific quarterback. Yeah, right. So that, I think he would make that team exceptionally good. Well, he'd be better than what they are, but yeah, he would be better than anyone that's played for them since Vinny Testaverde or Chad Pennington. Yep, that's <laughs> that's You're just right. the truth. Now on the other side, JJIA, another hundred yard game. He holds the record now for the most rushing yards in a three game period. Yep. So well, we spoke about the Jets, their run day, how good it actually was, and whether Joe Joe would have a big game. Muhammad uh, Wilkerson didn't play, which really hurt, hurt them. them. So, and, and Sheldon Richardson, who there was big trade talk about, has not been very good this season in his contract year. 
So that's a problem. But what I liked is, is Tannehill didn't – he wasn't forced to do everything. He played safe. He didn't turn the ball over. Uh, I thought he was quite good. They play well at home. What's that? They really do. Four and one at home now. So, yep. um, well, they're four and four, and they're, they're right back in the race. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but no, I don't think it's so. good to see a team. And Adam Gase, as a first year coach, is finding a way to get JGIA involved. Like the first two, first two games, we thought he was going to be a bust. Yep. And now he's just completely found a way to turn him around, and that's something that you can build a club around. They've got. Landry, a good receiver. Uh, Parker, who's starting to get better, a first-round pick from last year. Put that around JGI. They've got Sue on defense. They've got some yep. pieces. They can build. I think, they'll, yeah, like you said, they'll build. That Playoffs this year is probably not going to happen, especially with what's happening in the AFC West. You yeah. know, to get a wild card there, you're going to have to I think you're going to have to win 12 games. Yeah, 10, 12 games. Yeah. Um, which they're not going to do because they don't have that many more home games, you know, to get 12 more um, no. Because they only win at home. Exactly. So. They're, like, they're, like, they're like the Texans. <laughs> um, but, yeah, look, for the future, you know, there's a lot of Dolphins fan in in Australia, um, and I think there's some excitement there for the for the future. So. I will say it was a very Jets way to lose. You, you score, you get the punter of Miami who drops the ball with three minutes to go. He just dropped it. No pressure. Dropped the ball. Turnover on downs. Fitzpatrick throws a touchdown pass on the next play. And then to take the lead and then the ensuing kickoff that Miami Dolphins player takes back for a touchdown. Oh. And that was the final score. Oh. So it's a very Jets way to lose football games, yeah. which they find a way to do. Uh, let's get over to an NFC North showdown where the Detroit Lions get the big win in overtime over the Minnesota Vikings, who are now really starting to fall apart. And it's getting... Ominous. This is looking real bad for them. Well, we spoke about this, didn't we? Well, I, uh, you said Detroit were going to win. I, I didn't believe I, you. But I, no, you did. I think you're right. You have, did. have you got that, Chris, on playback somewhere? That you know, but you nope. probably don't. <laughs> next time, I'll next time I'll tee you up. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I just thought the Vikings just looked flat. They had nothing going. Um, Their but, running game is awful. It, it's one of the worst I've seen in. NFL history. There was so many questions, um, even about their defense. They had half a sack the last two games. Like they just their defense played a lot better. Now they did give up the game-winning drive in overtime. Matt Stafford at the end of the half. So basically, the Vikings score to take the lead with thirty seconds left. Take the lead by three points with thirty seconds left, and mm-hmm. you're thinking game over. So Stafford hits a. They get the return. He hits a short pass for about seven yards. I think they needed about 30 yards on the, or 25 yards on the next play to get into Matt Prater's field goal long, for his career long range, which is 64 yards, a league record. And he hits a 30-yard pass, which is caught and downed with 10 seconds left, no timeouts, and they get up and spike the ball with two seconds left on the clock. That is an impressive feat. That quarterback is in complete is in complete control of that offense. Yeah, well, you've seen him some of the games where he's so animated towards his players. Like, yep. get out of bed. Like, he's just telling everyone what to do. He's demanding. And that's what you want from a quarterback, to yep. demand things. I feel like they're really playing for him, that offense. They, um, I think they've been phenomenal. Like we, I said on Sunday that they don't get blown out. All Every game they've played this year has been by seven points or less. And yep. once again, it is. Um and like you, we, we've talked about kickers being awful this year. For Matt Prater, who's been cut by Denver after last season because he was struggling, to come in game on the line and hit a 58-yard field goal, that's that's big. That's big he, ball stuff. Well, he's a great kicker. Yeah. He's a... It, I think... Everything, to block it. To, like, yep. When you're kicking something that long, you have to kick it so low. Yep. So your protection up front has to be outstanding because if they penetrate and stick a hand up... It's yep. going to hit the hand because it's only just clearing guys' heads. So everyone to get that done, I thought that was incredible. And then when they got the ball in overtime, you'd, I just had this feeling they were going to win. They were going to score the touchdown. They went for a fourth and one, got it. I, I just thought they were going to win. Mm-hmm. And then Golden Tate makes an outstanding play, yeah. breaking a couple of tackles, and which he's prone to do, the, the big play when they need it. And they're well, a big threat well, now. Well, I think they are because the Packers are – they're not playing well, and the Vikings are on a, a massive downhill slide. Yeah, 
And with the the uh, wild card races getting tough because of the NFC East, because the Giants are winning now, yep. and unless they can catch the Cowboys, which I, I don't know if they can, yep. I think they're going to be one. Them or the Eagles are up there, so it's it's getting tight. And that division might not you might not get a wild card if you come second no, in that division. No, I agree. Looking. I agree. And once again, the Lions every game they've won this year has been a fourth quarter comeback or a winning drive and once again they do it in overtime yeah. so I'm um, really glad because I quite like Stafford I think he's been outstanding yeah look he's had he's had some bad criticism over, yeah. the, over the time hasn't he But one of the best arms you'll ever see oh, like, just, a generational arm yep. they just don't come like you want a deep ball you, you give it to yeah, him he, he's got sure. a cannon uh, let's get to the NFC East where the New York Giants won 28-23 over the reeling Philadelphia Eagles, now lost three in a row. They're four and four on the season. Carson Wentz threw interceptions on his first two series, which the Giants scored off both times. Odell Beckham with a fantastic touchdown catch on a slant where they say it was a bad angle from the safety, but it wasn't. It was Odell Beckham being so much more athletic. Uh, so he looked outstanding on Second that. Second half of the year, we discussed yep, that Sunday. You did. You made some good calls. Thanks for that. You had a good day Sunday. Yeah, I'll, I did. I'll give you some props. Imagine how many... How many... <laughs> Very good. That's why Christos is in here. First sound effect back? Yes. Yes. Well done. Imagine how many good points we have if we had an hour on the show. I feel like if we had an hour, <sighs> people would just tune in. If we had three hours, I think they'd listen to the whole thing. Unbelievable. But anyway, yeah, look, I think the Giants are um, – this is a great division. Yeah. I think it is. My concern with the Giants are they turn the ball over so much. Like two interceptions from Manning. He's uh, always done that, though. Yeah, it's kind of his thing. Now, those two early picks from Carson Wentz and the touchdowns off them, that basically set the game up. The Eagles could never catch them from there. Uh, and Wentz is – he's having a bit of a slump since these first four games. They won all four and – he was outstanding, and then since then, like they've just been pretty average. Mm-hmm. You know, like they beat Pittsburgh, they beat Minnesota. They were the first team to beat them and start that slide. And since then, they're just—he's been terrible, to be honest. And I know he's a young quarterback, he's a rookie, yeah. And I think he's got a lot of potential. And I'm spoiled rotten by getting to watch Dak Prescott, but he—he just—he's hurt them, and that's fine. It's not saying that he's not going to be a good player or that. I don't like him because I quite like him. I think he's quite a good football player. He's got a ton of talent. But they made some really peculiar things. They missed. They had a field goal blocked. They they had two fourth downs in field goal range they went for and missed both of them. One of them, they ran a fake dive quarterback keeper and Wentz got killed for about a five-yard loss. Uh, those decisions, you get those nine points, yep. there's the game. You win it. Yeah, that's right. So it's, um, again... It's amazing how a few... And it's every week you see it. A few plays in an NFL game, three or four plays can cost you, and they're the three that cost them today. And again, an Eagles coming off a team that's had a bye, and they lost again. They've been a bit stiff. I think you said on Sunday it was their third Third game in a row. straight game. That's a bit stiff. I think that's a bit of a schedule issue, doing that to a team. Teams are usually better off buys. Usually. Well, you're fresher. You're not yeah. banged up. You've had a week off hitting each other. So, um, But, yeah. yeah, I think they're, they're uh, not performing as well as they were earlier no, on. I think this is more what they are. Uh, unfor- you yeah, know, and, I think and you're right. They could have won that game in Dallas last week. Like, yep. that was, there was a couple of things that didn't go their way, and it was similar again today. So if they keep fighting, I think they've got – with now that they've got Wentz, yep. they, can get a, they can get him a receiver somewhere in the draft, yep. you know – free agency they can find him someone I, I think they can really develop yeah no I totally agree and be pretty good I think they'll be okay Giants are coming and Odell Beckham great call he's second half of the season I think it's going to be a big one thanks let's get over to the this, this was the stinker of the week glad I didn't watch it Panthers 13 LA Rams 10 and I can tell you neither of these teams look like playoff contenders and I am that sick of hearing Jeff Fisher's bullshit after games (laughs) oh it wasn't case keenum's fault i'm sorry it is case keenum's fault he's not an nfl quarterback your o-line you have brought in o-linemen that you've drafted that obviously you can't scout offensive linemen because no one you bring in is any good 
You've got the number three pick in the draft, and he's a terrible left tackle. She's oh, not even. Please. He'll, he'll be ahead of the league in a couple of years. Jeff Fisher is the worst coach in NFL history, other than one good run with the Tennessee Titans where he didn't win a Super Bowl. It wasn't even a Super Bowl run. He's been terrible in his career. He is the epitome of seven and nine bullshit. <laughs> they need to move on from him, and they're not making the playoffs this year. They're oh, not. absolutely not. And I don't know what they're doing with Goff. Do you know what Goff, being, Goff not playing right now tells me? He's, he's not very good. He's not very good. Bang. Wow. They've made a terrible mistake. That's what it's telling me right now. Now, I could be wrong, and I hope I am, but... They have to, they have to start showing yep. where what, they... What him not playing right now is telling me that they're sitting there, or either Jeff Fisher's just an asshole and has a crush on Case Keenum, which... I get the feeling he does a little bit because he constantly defends yeah. him. Yeah, and he does. And then rags out on his receivers and defends him. But yeah, I uh, there's only so many I times they made you a mistake. can blame other people. Yep. Can, you know they run. They don't have a running game anymore. And he hasn't been awful, Case Keenum. He's just been mediocre. Yeah. And when you've just traded up to get the number one pick in the draft, that guy shouldn't be mediocre. He no. should be better than Case Keenum. Case Keenum's a backup. And that's fine. You think long-term, though, it might be an okay thing, but still... Colin Cowherd, I heard him say today, and you'll appreciate this. I will. said, unless Case Keenum's Brett Favre and and Goff is Aaron Rodgers, this is a terrible move. Well... (laughs) And it's hard to not agree. Everyone goes, oh, well, Aaron Rodgers sat. They had freaking Brett Favre in front of him. That's right. You know, like that's that's yeah. a pretty easy decision to make. Let's sit. But then as soon as Rogers started to get ready, it was Favre wanted to come back. Remember, and it was like, no, 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 we'll trade you. We're gonna trade you to the Jets. So, and he played four more years after that. That's so right. uh, he's gonna he'll play. I reckon he'll probably get maybe even this week or next week. But it's gotta he'll, be soon. He'll be in soon. But Gurley's against nothing. Someone said to me during the week that it was in our fantasy league. They said that. He's going to hold on to Gurley. We're in a keeper league because it's the offensive line's terrible. Which, yes, they're not very good. But I've watched Gurley. I've been watching his all twenty-two from the last five or six games. Yeah, he doesn't read holes. He's not patient. They're a zone running team, so you want to run at, at the handoff. You want to be going about seventy and then cut to a hundred, if that makes sense. Yeah, so yeah. you're seventy, and then when you find your gap, you go. You go. Yep. He's not doing that. He's too slow. And then when he sees his gap, he's too slow and then second guesses the block. Once you see your gap, you go. Because your O-lineman's on him. If you hit that gap hard enough, you're going to get three or four yards because he's a solid, big, strong yeah, guy. Yep. So he's second guessing. I'm really... This is a big call here as well. I'm sensing Trent Richardson 2.0. Mm. Trent Richardson had a really good rookie year. Yes, he did. And then got traded and then fell apart. The Who's the guy at the Chargers that they were talking behind Gurley last year. Melvin Gordon. Yeah, and he's having a great year, isn't he? What a difference a year made. Everyone was calling him a bust last year. Exactly. Now, I could be wrong. Gurley might bounce back next well, season. Look, he might have a great second half of the year. You don't know. This guy was dynamic last year. I think his confidence is a bit shot. I think... Well, they pumped him up. You're watching yeah. hard knocks. Oh, and no, knee injuries. No one hit 30. No one hit number 30. Like He's got, coming off a serious knee injury from you, college. Yeah. I think that's... Maybe it is a sophomore slump for him. Maybe he's... We'll see, but he's been terrible. We'll quickly touch on the Panthers. They go to three and five. They've won two in a row. I don't feel... I feel like they're going to have to win almost every game from now, and I don't think they can do that. They've beaten Arizona, who are absolutely struggling at home, and they've beaten the Rams in LA, and the Rams are not a good football team. The 49ers beat the Rams. Let's put that into perspective. I don't think the Panthers uh, are going anywhere this off season. They, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, they'll, they'll, they might get to fifty percent, yeah, five hundred, whatever you want. Maybe to call nine, it. yeah, yeah. But their defense is playing a lot better, and that's why they've won the last couple of games. Yeah, Cam Newton. Look, Cam Newton's a good quarterback, but he's he's erratic throwing the ball. There's a reason they wanted Calvin Benjamin's Devin Funches so bad. It's because they're so tall, so he can't overthrow them. Yeah. Because he's in a- his accuracy and is bad, and he misses high on a lot of throws. Yeah, I think they know that though, and that's why. That's yeah, why they've gone, and he's but effective. What he, but he's what a he brings good on, the, but you know, he's only rushed for what sixteen yards. Usually, you know, he's getting up in close to a hundred yard games. So. La Rams defense is 
is very good. And yep. The Panthers have got offensive line troubles. Uh, I think Jonathan Stewart being back didn't have a huge game, but he makes a difference for them. He's he's a tough runner, and you'll get your first down. So that's a good win for them. Uh, good to see the defense playing well because I love Luke Kukli and Thomas Davis and, yep. and those guys. So it's good to see that. We'll get on to a, a game where no defense played well. The <laughs> New Orleans Saints, 41 to 23 over the San Francisco 49ers. Over 1,000 yards of total offense between these two teams. So although the 49ers only scored 23 points, it was turnovers and basically making mistakes in clutch moments that cost them points. They drove the ball all day. I don't think this... Colin Kaepernick threw for just under 400 yards, but I do not think Colin Kaepernick is a good quarterback. I think... The Saints' defense is awful. I think they're one of the worst ever. Yep. And ever. that's the reason. That's the reason why this game was so high. But 49ers lose a tough one. And the Saints, when you have Drew Brees, you're going to score points. Well, he's he's putting up numbers again, Drew Brees, isn't he? He's thrown a lot of yards. Running um, game got going. Well, uh, Mark Ingram, Hightower. Hmm? Like, where's Hightower's come from the dead? He's like, yeah. Jesus Christ. He's come out of nowhere. Amen to that. <laughs> he was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't been relevant for four seasons. Now, all of a sudden, he's back. He played for the Redskins. So, look, they've made some good moves offensively, which they always do. Mike Thomas has been a really good rookie Flown under the radar a lot. I think Brandon Cooks is great. Kobe Fleen has been a great free agent signing. They probably overpaid for him, but he's been great. Willie Sneed is an undrafted guy. You know, they've made some real... I think signing John Coon from the Packers has been yep. a real bonus for them as a, as a run blocker. Uh, but defensively, they just... There mustn't have been any defense. Look at those numbers. There's What's that? 34 points scored in the second quarter. Like, it's just... Crazy. It was close until about the third quarter, and then the Saints ran away with it after turnovers. But yeah, well, it ended up being their time of possession. Yeah, they yeah, just they, they just had they the dominated ball the because of the run game. So well, yeah. the the 49ers scored on big plays all the time. They just kept. Like, I think they had a forty, a sixty-five yard touchdown and a forty-seven yard yep. touchdown in the second quarter. So they had kind of big plays while you know the Saints were driving and and playing normal offense. But yeah, it was uh, it was unbelievable. Thousand yards of offense. Personally, I don't enjoy those sorts of games, but for the person who loves a high-scoring, no defense affair, it was probably interesting. I think uh, I think for the people in Australia that don't necessarily understand the intricacies of the game, yep. this would probably be an appealing game to yep. see the ball. You know, watch Drew Brees. Ha- he's watch him. You know, if you see a sixty-five-yard touchdown, you get out of your chair. It's exciting. Um, and then I think the, the Saints had a 75-yard touchdown run as well. So there were some big plays. Yeah, and that's, for those sort of people, that's exciting. Um, but these these teams aren't very good. They're not going to feature in offseason. If the Niners pre- played the Browns, who wins? Well, I think the Browns beat them. Well, the Browns are... The Browns are better. I think the they've Browns played, have played better played more consistent yeah. football. But, I mean, if... Kaepernick throws for 400 yards against the Browns, I'd say they might win. But yeah, because but I reckon Kessler might throw for 400 against the Saints. And they're a good running. Uh, sorry, against the yeah. 49ers. Be interesting. <laughs> I'd love to see that. They should, whoever's first and whoever's last and second last, have a playoff game for the uh, number one pick. That's not a, yeah, it'd, be, it'd be fun. All like the bottom four have a little playoff to see who's and there's no tanking and you've got to actually see him try and win. Yeah, I think, yeah. Going on the, the previous four weeks, I'd say the Browns probably would get them. <laughs> yeah, I'm me too. Now let's get right. to uh, your Green Bay Packers, mate. I, I know it hurts. They went down 26-31 at Lambeau yeah. to the Colts. It's I don't know. Yeah, they're just, it's a hard game to explain. Well, with the Colts, we've just we've discussed that they're not very good, but the Packers are just flat. I don't know. I feel like... I am sucking up a little bit. Correct Don't me if to. I'm wrong. I will. You've been at Green Bay. You've been around Aaron Rodgers. Mm. Is he a, a quiet sort of guy? I wouldn't. He wouldn't strike me as a rah-rah guy. He wouldn't be in guys' faces telling them to get up and about. And... No, he's not. No. he. But he's definitely a leader in the locker room. Yeah. Not when, a, not, when they're winning. Not a rah-rah leader. Remember, he's never had to experience any... 
bad seasons. They haven't really had a bad season under him. No. Him personally, he's never had a bad season playing wise. This is his worst season and it's not even that bad. So Yeah, I don't know. This is the hard thing. I think no you running to, backs. You need to tell me. I cuz I'm just, No running backs kills you. Well, they said there was going to be no run game, didn't we? You, yeah, you finally got an offensive line that I think's quite capable. And then you get rid of Josh Sitton, which, you know, there, I think there was a reason for that. Well, he's injured now, well, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. But he's he was playing very well in Chicago yeah. before that. So you finally got a good offensive line. You get Josh Sitton out, and the guy who's playing there now, I've forgotten his name, has been quite good. Yep. So it hasn't looked to be a terrible move. Maybe trading him would have been better to try and get something for him, but whatever. You've yep. made an okay move there. You then trade for Niall Davis. He's back on the Chiefs now. He had three carries for 12 yards today for the Chiefs. Yep. So he's not a bad running back. I think they've just got someone off the practice squad. Yeah. Is he going to be any good? No, he won't be. Okay. The reason he's on a practice squad, they're developing him. Okay. Look, losing Eddie Lacey is, is awful for you guys. Yep. Um, I guess the shining light is that Jordy Nelson is really starting to yep. come back on. He looks... Nearly 100 Had yards, a couple yeah. of those back back shoulder fades today. The continuity is getting back there. So it's disappointing, but Andrew Luck is just carrying this team on his shoulders now. Well, I think we might, I might discuss him a little later on, but um, yeah, just the defense, the Packers, they didn't... What did they have? One and a half sacks. The worst was one and a half sacks when they was... when they had a free run at at Luck on the third and ten, and if they would got the ball back to the Packers, I they just scored a touchdown. I reckon Rogers was going to win the game for them. Yeah, and they had a free the safety. Ha ha! Clinton Dix came off the edge unblocked, and Andrew Luck just and it's no yeah. he's a strong big guy. He just shut. He, shri- he shrugged the tackle yep. and hit Tty. Oh, hit Doyle for a fourteen-yard gain, and then from there it was. And then again on third down and long, you blitzed and he hit Ty Hilton for a first down again, and the the Packers never got the ball back. Although he didn't have the most amazing game luck all round, those two plays alone are, are game-winning plays, and that's the reason they won today. Yeah, yeah, he's he is a special quarterback and. Give him a good offensive line. Give him the line at the Cowboys. He, he'll be unbelievable because he's he's. Football I think I said the other week. If you put him as the Titans' quarterback, they probably win twelve games. Yep. And we'll, we'll get to the Titans now, who had a tough loss to the San Diego Chargers, forty-three to thirty-five. That score makes it look not as close as it was. Basically, Mariota gave up two. Defensive touchdowns at the end of the game. Um, a fumble recovery for a touchdown, which made it a 16-point game or a 14-point game. They then drove the field, Mariota, and scored a touchdown, which I thought was really good. They then got the defense to get the ball back, driving to try and win the game, and he threw a pick six. Mm. So those turnovers hurt. I think that this team is incredibly exciting. I think they finally have the offensive line worked out. They look really good. Decker, is it? Decker or Conklin, I can't forget which which tackle they drafted. Whichever one it is has been outstanding for them, and Taylor Lewan has taken his game to the next level at left tackle. DeMarco Murray looks great. Henry didn't play in this game. But if they can cut these turnovers down, which as he gets more experience, they will. Yep. I think the Tennessee Titans in the next couple of seasons are going to really compete for that division, which is not very good. No, it's not. Uh, and like we said, but if, Andrew, if the Colts' offensive line improve then they're going to get better as well. I think this division's going to be... It'll be okay. It'll be okay in a few Because if Houston years. find a quarterback, I can't see them being bad. Well, they've paid a quarterback. <laughs> if they need to find, find him. <laughs> like, they get good. J.J. Watt back now. I think everyone forgets they haven't got J.J. Watt. That's right. So when they get him back... Uh, well, then we're just talking about running backs before. Melvin Gordon. Like, he hits his career high, 196 yards. Like, just... And then 65 receiving as well. He's at 160 yard, 260 yards from scrimmage, which is the third best in San Diego Chargers go. history. And they're a team that had a little-known running back called Ladanian Tomlinson. So it's not like they haven't had talent yeah. on that team before. Uh, he... I think you go back into the draft, end of last year, Gordon's probably a fifth or sixth-round pick, fourth-round pick. Uh, he would be going ahead of Gurley. He'd be in the top yep. 10 now after the way he's played. And credit to him for shaking off a really tough rookie season where he was hurt and the Chargers had terrible injuries on the offensive line. Uh, they've really bounced back and Phillip Rivers is doing a good job. At 4-5, and five, though, I feel like in that division, you're just too far behind now. In that and division you are, yeah. The early, the early sh- 
you know, collapses yep. are going to come back and hurt them. But if you're a Chargers fan, I thought Joey Bosa, again, was absolutely fantastic. He only had one assist, which shocked me because I'm just looking at his stats yeah, now. Yeah, I know, yeah. You watch the game, he dominated. He, he was trouble. All over the field. Yeah. They're trying to run away from him all the time. I thought he was outstanding. I think it's so. great, too, from all the, all the bullshit that went on before the season To see started. a guy come in and then play. And actually play yeah. and maybe... if he'd come in and sucked, well, which that, is what everyone thought was going to yep. happen. And then everyone would be after his mum for writing that letter and all those <laughs> tweets and stuff. But, you know, his, his mum's raised a good footballer. So he's been outstanding. He's, he's been great. So but, I think that's a great move. So they've certainly got... If they... Philip Rivers can hang around for three or four more years, which I think he will. I don't see why... He wouldn't. He's only 35. So quarterbacks play to 40 now. Yeah, he's going to stop having kids. He's going to eight now. But I think they can really become a contender in the next couple of years with Gordon and that you throw a few pieces, maybe have another good draft. The beauty of not being as good this year is they're going to get probably a, yep. a, a pick in the range of 10 to 15 where you can maybe hit on another good player. Yep. Uh, free agency at a, at a receiver, get Keenan Allen back from injury. All of a sudden, this team's looking pretty good. Yep. Hunter Henry, the tight ender they took in the second round, he didn't play in this game, but he's looked outstanding. So if you're a Chargers fan, I think there's some hope there. I think you've got the quarterback, and then, as I say, when you've got a quarterback, you can build around that pretty quick. You can rebuild a team. Uh, I think you're right. I, I think both these teams are going to be good. Um, so, yeah, good luck to those guys, but they're not going to be playoff contenders this year, I don't think. Unfortunately not. Let's get to someone, to a team who is going to be a playoff contender, and do have a star quarterback, Derek Carr and the Oakland Raiders. They are phenomenal. Beat the Denver Broncos. And it wasn't even Derek Carr's greatest performance. He had the mm. 184 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, but they ran for over 250 yards. That was a difference. Sorry, 200 yards. They ran over 200 yards. And Latavius Murray was outstanding, three touchdowns. But they used Jalen Rashad, Washington, the two rookies, and Murray in this little package that just seemed to work and it was the first time I've seen the Oakland Raiders offensive line dominate a game up front from start to finish in the running game. Yep. Their pass protection has been outstanding this season, the least sacks in the NFL. Yep. So to see that running game now develop, Kechio Semele, who they signed at left guard from the Ravens, was dominant. He destroyed Derek Wolf for an entire game and then when he hurt Derek Wolf, he beat up on my Aussie mate Adam Gotsis for a few plays as well. Yep. He was outstanding. Donald Penn is one of the most underrated tackles in the NFL, in my opinion. He's outstanding. He's played outstanding this season. Yeah, he he was a funny story on him when I was at the Bucks, he met his weight um, So he got a bonus. He got a three hundred thousand dollar weight bonus. <laughs> and then next week he rolls in an all black Rolls Royce convertible. <laughs> just because he was he was heavier than what he should have been. He had to meet, had to be fatter and heavier than what they thought he would be. So he made his. What a life! Ja is so jealous right now. To be fatter. imagine that, Ja. Imagine if your wife's like, you can't have that for dinner. It's too fatty. Hey, you want that three hundred k, sweetheart? You want? You know, we're gonna have that for dinner. It's vegetables. <laughs> There's no fats whatsoever. It would be. Don't you dare eat that. You're it not would allowed. Be awesome. Finish your ice dream. cream before you eat your veggies. But he, yeah, like you said, he's been. He, he has been great. Uh, again, the Broncos got off to a slow start. You know, they Simeon's his stats look okay. Two hundred and eighty three yards, two touchdowns, a pick. But he's eighteen of thirty seven, which isn't good enough for the NFL. You're not gonna win many games throwing the ball like that. And he's starting to come back to earth a little bit, Simeon. Yep. Well that, obviously Paxton Lynch will be in the next couple of weeks. Their run game it was non existent. Well Booker's supposed to be as better than CJ Anderson. Didn't look like it, and it hasn't looked like it the last two weeks. He's a long of five. Yeah. Like, like they're gonna really miss CJ Anderson. The only thing I'll say for Denver, their defense is is still outstanding. Although the Raiders put up 30 points, when your offense is doing absolutely nothing, I thought, and you come up against a team that's running as hot as the Raiders are, I think yep. that the way they played was pretty good. Von Miller gave... They had to, they had to bench the right tackle after about three series because Von Miller was destroying him and then he came in and destroyed the other one. They benched Howard and then he destroyed Watson anyway. So he looked outstanding. When he went to the other side and went against Donald Penn, he actually got beaten up pretty badly by Donald Penn. That's when I kind of changed my tune on Penn. I think he's quite yep. quite a good player. Khalil Mack is absolutely getting going now. Two sacks again. He's had the most sacks in the past four weeks in the league. 
he also recovered a fumble on the play that he, he forced the fumble and recovered it as well. So he's getting going now too. If that defense can get better, which they have been lately. Well, that's that was their question earlier in the year, wasn't it? Their offense was good, but their defense was sluggish. And they're picking it up, and I think they're going to be, they're going to cause some, some damage yeah, through, the, I, through the postseason. Well, they're going to the playoffs. They're seven and two now. I think they're going to the playoffs. And I, before we move on from this game, a guy had a sign up in the in the stand, and if you're a fan of Taylor Swift like I am, it said, "I don't know about you, but I'm feeling seven and two. Does everyone get that? Nope. Because the song Twenty Two. Google Taylor Swift 22 and you'll understand it. That was whoever that man is. Uh-huh. <laughs> whoever that man is, uh-huh. you're my kind of guy. Oh wow! <laughs> All right, I like anyway, that one over most of our heads. To be honest, with you. will will <laughs> they be in Oakland for very long? Because I was watching the, the vote's game happening this week. They think, and their supporters are phenomenal. They've had like they're phenomenal run- now because they're good. No, but they've always been there to support. Did you see the picture of the stadium in Vegas that they're? Potential? It's going to be. Inc- I think. I think they're going to be gone. Wow, wait, that I can't see Oakland compete unless they're going to give them a new stadium that doesn't have an onto-car baseball field in the middle of it. Like, yeah. let's be serious. Okay. The last game of the week, the Monday night game, the Seattle Seahawks get the win in some controversial fashion over the Buffalo Bills, thirty-one twenty-five. Let's discuss. Halftime, just before the half. Did you see? Have you seen any of this? No, I have not. So seen. they're going lining up for a fifty-four yard field goal, just with two, two seconds left on the clock. Yes. Richard Sherman goes offside, clearly oh, early. I read something. Else. And hits the kicker in the knees. Yep. Should be roughing the kicker. It's not. He gets called for offsides, so they get the five yard penalty. They then say, "No, the kicker can't kick because the medical staff had to come out and check on him." Oh. So he has to come out of the game for a play. So it's all hell's breaking loose. Rob Ryan's calling out Richard Sherman for being dirty. Yeah. Now, I like Richard Sherman, but it's hard to defend him on this one. Have a look at it. It's, yeah, yeah. it's really bad the way he, he hits the kicker. So the argument was it should have been a 15-yard penalty. Kicker's allowed to stay on because the injury happened as a result of a penalty, which means it doesn't affect the yep. player having to miss a play. They kick the field goal. They go into the half. Now... They lost by six points. You have that field goal. They were in field goal range comfortably at the end of the game. They were on their 10-yard line. But they it wasn't just it. that, though. It didn't stop there, where they went to kick the field goal and then didn't realize that the play clock had run out. Oh, yes. Sorry. And they I kicked it this. about seven seconds after the play clock ran out. No one realized. Kicks the field goal. And then, and they, they, said, and then no, they flag him. Yep. So then you, they flag him for a delay game. The, so then they lined up. They got a... They lined up. The refs are doing whatever they're doing. The ref stands over. The ball. They spiked the ball. Yeah, they spiked yep. the ball so the kicker could yeah. come back sit in. out of play. So it went one second, went off the clock, and they had another kick. So then the the ref is standing over the ball. And as a center, I've seen this all the time. Yeah. They stand over the ball and say, no, no, you can't snap yet. You can't snap yet. When that ref leaves, that's when your play clock should start because the game's then whistled in. Yep. The play clock, he left when there was six seconds left on the play clock. It then ran seven seconds into double zero on the play clock. The kick went, and then they called the delay of game penalty, sent them back five yards, and he misses the field goal. All the, it's just it was the NFL during the game tweeted that it was a mistake. They've already hung their refs out to dry. <laughs> it was the most bizarre. Oh, Rex man. Ryan and Rob Ryan were about to kill someone. Like he, I think it took every bit of fiber yeah. to walk off that field at halftime and not punch a ref. I wouldn't want to have been in that locker room with he Rex. was he would, his head would have exploded. You were angry enough just by the end result because of a, certain a multi- monetary situation. Oh, well, because the points were so they're high. supposed to be defensive teams, and then they well, go ahead and score fifty six points, and the over unders were forty six. Well, Seattle have been on the field more than any team the past three weeks defensively. Well, again, so they, they were, were tired. Well, then and the the who they played the Bills. The Bills are on for forty minutes, yeah. and they're on for less than twenty. So this is again the problem. They have zero running game because their offensive line is a joke, an absolute joke. They've run it nine times, not counting Russell Wilson, who ran for a touchdown. That's nine designed runs they've had. Mm. That's not enough. If your O line. I was about to lose it at John Gruden, who was calling the game, who kept talking about their offensive line, saying, 
Oh, okay. this offensive line have done so well. They've got two undrafted free agents playing at guard. They've got a guy playing left tackle who has never played college football. He's never played college football. That's not a compliment. But he That's had, why they suck. No, he apparently hasn't. I've never even heard of him. His name's Lang. He's terrible. He was, he was terrible. And then Gruden's trying to use it as a positive for no wonder they run the ball nine times for 26 yards. You like, should, my you, God. Do you want to I've send, never played college football. Can should, I come play left tackle for the Seattle Seahawks? You send your tape. Yeah, John Gruden will sit there and say nice things about me as I'm getting my ass whipped no, by Shaq Lawson. Mm. It is a disgrace that Seattle Seahawks, who are supposed to be a good organization, have let this happen to them. And it's going to cost them Super Bowl runs. This is going to cost them this yep. year. They're now 5-2-1. and one. They were lucky to win this game. If the refs aren't a bunch of morons, this game goes to overtime, yep. and who knows what happens. I did see a, a meme about him saying that the Pete Carroll and the refs are one of the best dynamic duos in the NFL well, right now. They were whinging about the refs because <laughs> they don't get enough calls. Yep. They had the call in Atlanta that wasn't called on for the Falcons, and then this. They would have kicked a chip shot field goal and gone into overtime, and the amount of time that defense had played... I don't know if they win that game. It takes a kicker to miss two field goals last week to get a draw in overtime. Like, really, this if Seattle, if you're going to whinge about getting getting things, have a look in your own backyard first. And They're he, getting very lucky. And you know why Chris is so upset about losing his multi? Because he wanted money. There's no cash here. <laughs> Here, there's no cash. Not right? anymore. Cash, no. Robo? No, no, cash. no cash. No cash. I think he's doing just fine. The SCN America funds are, are getting him through. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he's look, spent it all on the, on the multi. Just uh, just a quick one on Jimmy Graham. We spoke on Sunday about he, he, he steps up for the prime time. Two Monday one-handed night. catches. Yeah, um, the touchdown catch are outstanding. It's good he, to see him coming back because he had a ruptured patella tendon, which guys, some guys don't even come back from. Yep. So, outstanding. We'll... Uh, we'll Wrap up the games now, and we'll head into our mid-season review. We're just going to quickly touch on the awards. Quickly, James. For halfway, we've got, quick, we've got the the time Nazi back in. We don't worry about tick, the time tick, tick, anymore. He's been good on the buttons, but he's don't been come fantastic. Here with we do what we want in here, without especially without Coach Richard. When the when the cats are away, the mice. Richie's will play. been anal again. Yeah. Where's the end of it? I don't want to play the end of it. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through our award winners. Nice, for, short, and sharp in for this. halfway. We're going to be quick. We're going to be real quick. If, as I said earlier, if you want my halfway point all pro team, which is the best player at each position, you can get that on the SCN America site. So have a read of that. Send we tweeted it out as well at SCN America. So make sure you hit us up there. Have a look at it, and it's, if you, I'm sure people will disagree with a lot of things. Um, hit me back with what you think, and maybe next week I can discuss it. Let's start, uh, Chris. Who's your MVP at the midway point? I'm going to say Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, okay. I'll, I'll I'll just say who I've got, and then we can compare. I've got Derek Carr. From well, it was it was either or yeah. for me. I had them both written down there, but I would have sounded stupid. I've had Matt Ryan as the offensive player of the year yeah. to date, so I can't not have him as MVP. I think. Well, um, my issue with Matt Ryan is that Matt Ryan's been in the league a long time. So Matt Ryan is what Matt Ryan is. I don't think he's playing... What, so he can't be MVP now because no, no, no. he's been in the league? I don't, I don't think he's playing much better than how he has his entire career. His numbers are, are a lot better, but he has the best receiver in the NFL with Julio Jones, and he has the best offensive coordinator. That offense that, that Kyle Shanahan has installed is incredible. He's got running backs to get the job done for him. They brought in Alex Mack at the center, and that offensive line is really solidified with Matthews at left tackle. I feel like... That offense is an engine that he just happens to be the head of. And he does a very good job of it. And that's not what I'm saying. And the numbers are outstanding. Okay. Whereas Derek Carr, yes. is he's the entire engine. He runs that entire thing. And without him, they'd be stuffed. Whereas I think Matt Ryan, you could put any competent quarterback in there and still get good production. Okay. It, this is just an opinion right yeah, now. I know. Yeah, I yeah. know. And I think I've gone for the valuable... <laughs> I just think Derek Carr's more valuable to his team than Matt Ryan is. Yeah, I like your point. Yeah. Okay. My offensive player of the year, you said you have Matt Ryan. I have Julio Jones. So I'm giving the Falcons love. I think he has been absolutely yep. electric for them. Um, and when 
he draws he either draws all the coverage or if you don't cover him with three guys, he just dominates you. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, look, I had Matt Ryan. He's he's on track for a career year. 3,000 yards, 23, 25 touchdowns. The numbers know. are unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like, so, could be record-breaking if he keeps continuing. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I have him. My defensive player of the year, I have Von Miller from the Denver Broncos. He's the heart and soul of that team. His edge rush is incredible. He just sets up that defense and allows him to do everything else behind him. Yeah, I agree. Um, nine and a half sacks, 35 tackles. I, I thought about Lorenzo Alexander. You know, 10 sacks. He's been a bit... I don't know how to describe... He's been a bit lucky to get sacks. His pressures aren't nearly as high as Von yeah. Miller, which means he's not as consistently getting passes. what I like about Von Miller's play that he'll not only just rush the passer... Take the but, ball away. But he then turns if it's a short underpass. He'll be like the second player on as a tackle. Makes a like, ton of tackles. He just, that. yeah, he gets after it everywhere. So yeah, thoroughly enjoying watching him play this yes. year. That's why I selected him. Offensive rookie of the year. I don't know if we'll have an argument here. I've got Ezekiel Elliott from the Cowboys comfortably. Zook. Uh Well, I'm, I'm going to give it to Dak. Okay. I'm not going to argue with you. Zeke Elliott couldn't be a good player if Dak didn't give it to him. <laughs> Do you know oh, what the I mean? old chicken and the egg. It speech. is. It is. It, you quarterbacks would love you. Look, I would I, say more Zeke Elliott wouldn't be the player if it wasn't for his offensive line. But that's well, why I'm you go. driven. There you but go. then again, Dak Prescott look, gets pretty good protection. Look, I think Dak's been great. Twelve touchdowns. He's only had two turnovers. Yeah. Are terrific, yeah. And he's rushed for four touchdowns himself. So, so he's scored sixteen touchdowns. There's no argument there. Look, either or. Like it was. It was definitely one of them too. Zeke for me just. How violently he runs, and I know I know David Johnson's been really good as a running back, but Zeke is just a completely different animal with that ball in his hand. He will go through players, yeah, and that's the difference. So that, that's why I went with him. Okay. Uh, my defensive rookie of the year, Joey Bosa, yeah, and he's only played four games, but he's been absolutely four outstanding sacks, for fourteen them. tackles. Yep. I'm really high on him. You yep. like the Ohio State boys? I do like Ohio State. Well, they're, yeah. they're a good college team. It's no surprise that they're doing well in the NFL. Uh, I'm thoroughly on board the Joey Bosa train. I think he's been really good. Yeah, for I think you're right. Who I think we have, from what a comment you made earlier, I think we have the same comeback player of the year. Maybe. Is it Andrew Luck? I say Andrew Luck. Me too. I've got him too. I, I just think he's been outstanding. Last year, he was obviously a, such a bad year. He was graded the 38th quarterback out of 38 qualifiers. <laughs> there's only 32 starters. So, so, there's backups so work that, that out. So he, backups have been better And I know him. who the Cowboys had at quarterback last year. And you're telling me three guys a bit were better than him last year? Then so I don't believe that. I, but anyway. <laughs> I just think he's great. I think he's, his football IQ... Coming off serious injuries too. It's not just he just had a toe injury or something. No, like he, he was... Internal yeah. injuries. He's been and he doesn't flinch. Contact's fine. And his O-lines, as you've told us numerous times... They're getting better, but yeah, they're They been, are getting better, but he's had to put up with that, yep. and he's still doing what he's doing. I think he's he's been... And their O-line's terrible inside, Gardens. And I know they've got a rookie centre, but he hasn't been great this year. I think he will develop well, but that's the hardest thing for a quarterback to overcome. When pressure's coming up the middle at yep. you... He, you may as well say good say good night because your yep. day's over because your throwing lanes are gone. Uh, finally, I thought about Victor Cruz. Give us a quick quick Victor Cruz. What's he been uh, like lately? They're starting. He's he's lost a step, and understandably, he's had two knee reconstructions. Yeah. So they're starting to wean him out of that offense a little bit. Okay, I think he'll just be a serviceable slot receiver for another four or five years. Yeah, but I don't think you'll ever see the explosiveness. But I will admit. I will agree that seeing him back and playing is absolutely awesome for yep. him. And, uh, you know, I'm not a Giants fan, but I'm a fan of football players. Yeah. And he was electric and he got destroyed by injuries. So just to see him back being a competent football player and playing on an offense. With the other receivers terrific. there, I think he's definitely going to have he'll, a... He'll, he'll have a good career. He, I think so too. He's and he'll probably won't... get better next year. He'll, yep. he'll get better. Yep. So not a bad call there. Oh, thank you. Uh, coach of the year, I have Jack Del Rio. From I have the Jack Del Rio. We, we are two peas in a no, pod. No, I see. Not much that's difference. boring, boys. No, that's not boring. much difference. I, we, didn't, we should have talked. Jesus. We didn't even communicate about this. But I'll tell, you, I'll tell you why Why I think he is. Black Jack Del Rio. That one call he made to go for two. And win the game. win the game. Against Atlanta, who are now a very good team. A very good team. What it says to me when your coach does that is, guys, I'm going to win. You come with me. And I back you. 
and De- I- Derek. I back you to make this play. Crabtree, I back you to make this play. And now it's what the great. players do, they go to practice every day and they go, we're going to do it for him because we know that he's doing it for us. Exactly. They're all on the all same about. page and they're all fighting. You know, the, the Raiders are the underdogs and they have been for years. Um, and I don't think they'll win a Super Bowl. I think they're too weak defensively. The but Oakland Raiders won't. The, the Las Vegas Raiders might maybe. in a couple of years. But if you've got Derek Carr, I can see them being in a lot of games for a long time. You want to play for a coach who's got your back and he's aggressive and Chris Tyler's rounding us up. He's giving us the wind up. You've got some, you're good on the buttons, mate, but don't come in here and push us around. I am Queens Boulevard. And Jack Darrell for us is Black Jack Darrell. fantastic. You know what? I'd say I disagree with you, but we were pretty much the same. Only difference you need was more the MVPs. I thought we got a third in so you didn't have to agree with Richard all the time. No, I don't. Sorry, I coach, don't. Coach Rashad. I don't agree with Coach Rashad. I don't agree with anything yeah, he does. Do. Yeah, I don't. Uh, look, I, don't I think agree with his musical taste. Those, everyone that was just mentioned, all those too. guys, they're all pretty deserving. Let's see what they're like end of the year. Well, I think they'll all right. be up there. Derek Carr might fall apart. Who knows? Matt Ryan might. That's what the Atlanta Falcons tend to do. You're both boring. Christos. Thank you for joining us today for and, and, me. and whipping your hand in the air when we were taking ten <laughs> seconds the, too long. Have you been in the gym? Can you tell? Yes. I don't. I was going to ask <laughs> you. If you if he has. He, he can't tell at all. I was going to ask him if you've the other day. I was being gone. Much. He's just trying to suck up to me. He did. He you told can't me, tell whatsoever. He's telling me. Can you tell I've been in the gym. I've put on fourteen kilos this year. I've um. So have I. <laughs> <laughs> a bit differently though. I don't mind eating, not lifting. Uh, no, uh, thank you very much, mate. We appreciate you coming in on a on a Tuesday night. Thank and, you. And make sure you check out the SCN NBA podcast every Wednesdays. Just make sure you hit us up on Twitter at SCN America and I'm also on quite Facebook. I'm an NBA fan. Thank and you. I I really enjoy it. I think those Appreciate boys that. do. I think those <laughs> Sorry, boys Chris do a really us a good job. Chris is giving us one up. No, thank you for downloading the SCN NFL podcast. Again, you'll hear. You won't hear Chris this week. He's away at the Moto X, so he might be on SEN talking uh, on Sunday. On Sunday. Sunday, giving us love updates. So he's got some. He's got a media pass up there. But Coach Rashad is back Thursday, so he'll be in the studio with me on Sunday. You'll hear all about. So I won't be in. You'll hear all about his Broadway musicals that he went to. He went to Matilda three times. He saw Aladdin. He could not go to Hamilton, he said. Too expensive. Too expensive. He can can pay a 1000 bucks for World World Series tickets, (laughs) but can't take his girlfriend to Hamilton. (laughs) Yeah, mate. You need to to get your perspectives in order. What's what's your priorities? Uh, No, we'll have Coach Rashad back on Sunday. So tune in with uh, with Brett Phillips on Sunday. We're about from 5.30 to 6. We get a half an hour segment there where we dominate. So thanks for downloading... Follow Chris Bryan at Chris Bryan eighty two. Me at Jartha six five nine four. Thank you for listening. And me at uh, Chris Dostal. Just to give me a plug. Come on, man. Shut up, Chris. Wind <laughs> Thanks up. for listening to the Sen NFL podcast. For more Sen America podcasts, head to sen.com.au. To keep up to date with the latest American sports news and interviews from around SEN, follow SEN America on Twitter at SEN America and on Facebook at facebook.com slash SEN America.